Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first ever podcast for Magic Boys. I'm your host, Rodrigo. This is my co-host. Bullius. I don't know. Bullio, Julio. You know what? Whatever you want to call it. But yes. what's good? What's up, guys? We're we're out here. We're making the first ever podcast for this thing. And this, this episode might be kind of short, but it's just to give you guys a brief introduction of what we're going to be talking about and our interests and everything, too. So, I don't know. Do you want to go first or should I? Uh, you know, you go ahead because I think I still need some time to kind of mentally prepare my brain. Hang on, bro. I gotta, I gotta make sure I'm ready to. Uh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Please, bro. <laughs> you good? No. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, as I said, I'm Julio, and well, regardless enough, this podcast is probably gonna be a bunch of shenanigans and mishap foolery, whatever the hell you guys want to call it. But obviously, we're just going to start off with letting you guys know what each of us is all about. So I think to break it down very easily, we're both super, super nerds. So we we love anything like, how would you say, pop culture wise? Me personally, I'm more like a fantasy type dude. So I'm all about like medieval knights and stuff like that, obviously. So when I watch animes and stuff, it's typically all fantasy based. And then obviously I'm all about video games and whatnot. And then obviously one of the main things about this podcast is going to be magic. And I absolutely love Magic the Gathering. It's probably my favorite pastime ever because not only does it challenge your brain, but it also challenges your social skills, which is a perfect combination. So other than that, I think that's probably the best way to sum it up. I'm just, I'm a nerd dude. <laughs> yes, sir. Do you still need more time or are you good to go? I'm good to go. Oh, fuck. You know. need to stop being wheat thins. That's what it is. You're good, though. You're busting. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have no idea what to say, do you? No. You you did not prepare at all. <laughs> I never have prepared, bro. Never have. You're so lucky we can edit this. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> I, that whole part in, though. I don't care. <clears throat> all right. So, my name is Rodrigo. And I'm the host of this, and me and Julio came up with this podcast whole thing like a really long time ago, probably like a year ago or so. We just never got around to doing it. We started a YouTube channel. It's got some videos on there, but it's mostly Magic the Gathering videos. And it's going to be a mix of that along with us being dumbasses. And uh, my interests specifically are like video games, pop culture, anime, you know, all the same shit. But like I'm into all kinds of anime, so I'll be watching new shit, old shit. Good shit, bad shit, shit, shit. I got a shit. To, to butt in, I feel like your interests are more grounded in kind of like reality than mine. Because like you tend to like a lot more of like racing and Jurassic stuff. Yeah. I got dinosaurs on the brain. It's pretty bad. I was, I was, I was g- not. G- give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah. I, I butted in saying that your, your likes are kind of more focused towards reality. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you like a lot of racing stuff, and then, like, you're all about, like, historic, like, Jurassic-type shit. Hell yeah, Jurassic Park, best movie ever, 10 out of 10, would recommend. <laughs> I got a raptor here, bro. My sister got me a raptor from Universal. animal. I think I showed it to you. Yeah, you showed it to me, and, yeah, and Roxy tried to attack it, and you got all sad. I, I did. Yeah, I'm a fucking dog trying to attack it. 
It's it's basically Alan Grant as a Raptor. Let me just say, he's really good at committing tax fraud. Oh my god. <laughs> That's why I had my sister get him. So like, if like the tax people come to like do tax stuff illegally, we we, he, we just we just Alan Grant him. Yeah, he, he just eats him, bro. <laughs> I, I kill two birds with one stone. I, I stop dealing with the IRS and I, I feed the raptor. Simple as that. Beautiful. I love it. It's big brain shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro, I got I'm really into dinosaurs, really into Park. I'm really into racing, cars, all that shit. Uh I really like magic. I really do enjoy it. It's so much fun. I like playing with Julio, even though he fucking beats our asses most of the time. And I do not. That is a lie. Up. Shut the fuck up. I am talking. I have no idea what happened there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm talking. You don't have the talking stick, bro. <laughs> All right, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, and then we're, we, of course, are super into video games. Our top video games are pretty sure if, like, I'm pretty sure it's the same as mine. But I know Rainbow Six and Apex are both on there for a fact. And I'm going to lean towards you having Ghost of Tsushima on there, too. Of course. Of course. Very nice. But uh, I don't know. So, that's basically us. That's basically a little rundown. Oh, fuck. You <laughs> hear? I fell off my bed. <laughs> I fell off my bed. Oh, well. Dummy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, there's our top interest right there. So, we're going to start going into probably what was what originally was going to be this episode's topic was going to be a whole lore between... Uh, caustic and crypto from Apex Legends, but like they expanded on it already. So we kind of cried a little bit over it, so yeah, yeah. They unfortunately, right when we're gonna go ahead and talk about the whole caustic crypto having the same mom and seeing how things would turn out, they go ahead and release the next part of the comic, and it's just they summed it up real quick. They're like, Yeah, she raised me, was good, and then caustic's like, All right, I guess I'll help. And then that just ended the whole conflict. Pack your back, boy. Like, I was expecting there to be a little more pizzazz, but no, it was just like, hey, hey she raised me too when she's sick. And then Caustic's like, all right, fine. I'll help you guys find a cure. Yeah. And they had to go to a different planet for it, but oh well. But funnily enough, apparently the toxin that's poisoning everybody is the same toxin he uses in his gas canisters, which is a little sus. Oh, do you not know the backstory? I don't know the backstory behind his gas canisters. All right, let's do it then. That's what we'll do. So basically, here's the here's the thing. Caustic's whole backstory was he was a he was a scientist by the name of Doctor Victor Knox, right? I think yeah, it probably might be wrong, but it's Doctor Knox. Um, and he worked for a biotechnology company that was focusing on pesticides and making pesticides to help crops grow and not have like bugs deal with them. Right? I know what pesticides are, yes. <laughs> I know. I meant I <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, continue. And out oh, fuck. And in doing so, um, when he like was like, I think it was when he was killing the the bugs. The the thought of death intrigued them, so he went from the bugs. And then he started working on the plants. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. He was like getting so interested with it that the spider that they use. Um, is the is the get the spider that they went to go hunt, and the that's in his gas is the same spider they were using in the lab to kill the other bugs specifically. Okay. So they were just trying to get it to only kill the bugs, but Caustic got so enveloped into just the, death, the entitled the yeah into death specifically that he was like, "Yo, I got a hard one for this shit." <laughs> and- Oh, he was in the lab. He was like, you know what? I'm going to take it to a bigger scale. And he basically put on a gas mask, crafted his gas, and just released it on the other scientists. And then because of that, he got his, um, what's it called? His license revoked. But by, but he didn't, it didn't stop him from doing it because after he got his license revoked, he got revoked. And basically gassed the entire pharmaceutical company. And the funny part, he gassed it, and then he burned it down. And he just faked his death right there. And then I'm assuming that's when he took on the moniker of Caustic. Yes. And the okay, last... Okay, so that makes sense. That's why That's why um, Crypto says that your mom didn't want to fail you in death because she thought he was dead. I, I, I didn't understand that part, but now that makes sense. Yep. That's it right there, and it's huh. funny. Pathfinder was the is the only one who who uh, I believe knows specifically about his past, or about his faking of his death. Because I know one of the in the Pathfinder White Knight trailer, or or what is it? Not trailer. Um, cinematic. The the stories from the Outlands. There you go. That one. He like wipes. He's wiping one of the windows. Like he's a window wiper for one for the company. And he wipes the window, and there's fire, there's gas, and there's caustic with a zipline hook. Boom, boom, and he takes off. Huh. Yep. It's pretty crazy. I thought it was cool. But yeah, that's... Very, very intriguing. That's basically his whole his whole spiel. You know, his whole shtick. That's it right there. Yeah. So that was... that. That's That replaces that topic pretty easily. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, that pretty much kind of replaced the whole them being brothers. Now we're just talking about his backstory. Yep. Are you still eating? Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) We did say it was going to be random as hell, so. That's true. Very true. (laughs) But yeah, so that's that's his backstory with it. Our other other topic is... Um, the new commander decks from Magic the Gathering with the whole thing of Strixhaven. Indeed. Indeedably. So yeah, that's what, that's what our next topic is going to be. We're not going to touch on it too much and not go too in-depth because there's already probably like a lot there's of... There's like a that. thousand videos on it already, but yeah. we'll probably just kind of give our thoughts on it. Yeet. So... I've already bought one of the decks. Uh, Bullius over here has not bought any of them. 
I've not bought any, but I did decide to make a deck around a strict saving card, which I thought was very spicy. I'm doing that as well, making it around a certain card. I'm making it actually around um, Veladros Witherbloom. Ah. That's why I'm making it around. Making it out of the big head honcho, huh? Yeah. Which is actually an interesting thing with Strixhaven, I guess that I'll touch on right now, is that we thought we had already met all the Elder Dragons that we possibly could have. But I guess apparently like four or five Elder Dragons decided to come together and open a wizard school for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Which we have never heard of these dragons prior to this moment. So it's kind of interesting that they're like, oh, there's more Elder Dragons out there. They just they just like to chill out and hide, you know. They just open colleges for wizarding schools and shit. So, you know, you know how it be. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah, exactly. But um <clears throat> But yeah, so I'm building it around one of the elder dragons. And he's a really I think he's really good because every upkeep he makes a pest uh token. And then I could pay ten life and untap all my lands. So, oh, that's right. You got to pay 10 life and untap everything. And then, I mean, if you just get enough pests, then you can do that a bunch. Yeah, that's why. And so it, it's not just like having the ability. It's just knowing that at any moment I could be like, oh, I'll pay 10 life, untap all my lands, and then do whatever encounter on your turn or something. It's like, I, I from what I've noticed, it's like a little bit of like fear of like, oh, if this were to happen to you, the, the, I'd be the one to watch out for for the sole fact of that specific ability more than anything. Like, yeah, I'll get passed, but it's not like it's going to do anything. They're just one ones. All I do is I gain a life if they die or something. Very true. And I guess just to touch on it, I guess I formatted my deck around Extus or Reek Overlord. And pretty much what he does is whenever you cast an instant sorcery or you copy it, you get to return a non-legendary creature from a graveyard to your hand. So I pretty much decided to do something that you really haven't been able to do before in kind of Orzhov colors, and that's just Spell Sling, which I think is amazing. And I pretty much just have a bunch of effects that work with spells. And then pretty much every creature I have has something to do with spells. Like, if I cast a spell or something, it triggers. Which I think is going to be very good. It's going to be very spicy indeed, my friend. I got... I also got the commander deck, the Witherbloom commander deck. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's the it's the black green one. Uh, but I got it for the sole fact that I know it has cards that I'm actually gonna need and use. And I was like, might might as well just pay fifty bucks of paying for them individually. So very true. I'm, I'm, that deck's gonna be it's gonna be like one of the backbones of it. And I think one of the other decks has another card I need, but I don't think I'll just. I think I might already have it though. Um. Fuck, what is it called? I think it's called Sanguine Blood or something like that. Oh, uh, Sanguine Blood. There you go. Where, what is it? Um, every time well, you, I think it's you like, lose life. Or no, every time an opponent loses life, you gain life. Yeah, but it's like equal. Equal to how much they lost, right? Equal to, so yeah, if you lose. So like, like if they lose five, you gain five. And then it combos off with the other piece, where it's like if exquisite I... blood that says whenever yeah. you gain life, target opponent loses life, and therefore you just trap your opponent in an infinite combo of life loss and life gain. Yep, that's all. That's another reason why Village uh, is going to be really good. I I can see it. I can see you popping off. Yep, 
And then with the pests too, because like if just one of them dies, I'm gonna just be pinging you for one damage infinitely. Pretty much. And then there's actually another card that's gonna go in there. It I don't remember what it is, what her name is, but she's like this. I think she's a one one, I believe, a one one three drop or something. And um, she's basically like whenever it's either whenever you gain life, an opponent loses just one life, or it's whenever an opponent loses one life, you gain one life, or loses life, you gain one life. I don't remember huh. what, but it's something like that. Trying to think, I don't think I know it off the top of my head, unfortunately. Uh, it, I think she's one. She's one of the newer cards. That's why. Got you. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing, man. It's gonna be a pretty sick deck once I'm done with it. I feel I can, like I can see you popping, bro. I feel like once I make that one, it's gonna be pretty deadly, especially if I when I put like. I'm be putting stuff that basically lets me make more tokens, lets me gain life, and then lets me bring shit back from the ga- the graveyard. That's what I'm okay. doing. Those three, and then it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty spicy. Honestly, I think it's gonna be pretty good. I'm gonna be putting like like parallel lives and doubling season up in that bitch. It's gonna be very. <clears throat> I'm gonna just oh. oh my god. But yeah, that's the move right there. I don't know. What 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 else? What do you think of actually the new the new uh I'm gonna say the new season. The new what is it called? The new block of magic. Overall, I think the block was actually really good, and it brought some stuff that I guess we weren't expecting. And I think it, like, kind of revitalized certain colors, like white. I think white got a lot of love in this set. Definitely did. Um, Which it's been lacking for a very long time. Unfortunately, the new set didn't kind of destroy the standard meta, but in all honesty, I don't think anyone really cares that much unless you play Arena. Most people just care about all the big kind of, like, modern or commander drops that you get <laughs> exactly bro exactly which i'm pretty this deck had plenty of it it definitely did especially with the double-sided cards that they brought back which one i think uh mila the crafty companion was a white card that like is super good it's like a three drop and like it draws you cards and it gets you lands depending on what your opponents do to you Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I had to think. So, like, that. I think it's like whenever an opponent attacks you or a planeswalker you control while it's on the battlefield, you get to draw a card, and then it says like, <sighs> "What was it?" There, the second part for the land, I forget what it is, but it lets you just grab planes and slap them onto the battlefield. I think I don't know what it says specifically, but yeah, it is. It lets you grab them and just put them on there. I don't think it's equal to or some shit like that, but. If I remember, it's like if um if they have more lands than you, then you gotta do that. But that's, I th- that's probably what it is. That that sounds about right. I feel like I might be wrong though. No more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not super in, in deep with this yet, robes. This this is kind of just like our our first run, so it's gonna be a little a little chaotic. Yeah. Hopefully next week it'll be a little more kind of structured well, next week it will definitely be kind of structured more than more that. structured and we'll probably know what we're talking about a lot better because we're obviously going to be doing our research yep 
Don't worry. We'll give you guys the, the topic idea for next week at the end of the podcast. We'll let you know for sure. And it'll be pretty good. Indeed. Yep. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna hit our final topic. This one this one was kind of the dumbest thing I've ever come up with, but I thought that shit was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna go ahead and tell tell the final topic of the day? <laughs> I'm trying to, but just thinking about it makes me fucking laugh. All right. I, I think I have a little more composure, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. So for our final topic today, it's gonna be the baby made the Mona Lisa. <laughs> All right, thank you for tuning in, guys. That's that's the end of the topic. We're gonna go ahead and um kind of end oh. the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you guys think about that last topic. It is very spicy. Did, did very, very spicy. Mona Lisa, bro. Because look, the da-, <laughs> da Vinci, you think it's a long descendant of lines from Da Vinci to Da Baby because his name is Da Baby and it goes down to Da Vinci. So um, more than likely, Da Baby made Mona Lisa, which he repainted in the in uh, 20th century here in 2020. Back when the pandemic first started, he did paint the Mona Lisa once again. It looks really beautiful. Y'all should see it. He sent me the email and everything, bro. Of course, I had to give him my social security and my credit card information, but hey, it looks amazing. I ain't even gonna lie. So that's why this topic came up. Did the baby paint the Mona Lisa? I'm leaning towards yes. This is a serious question. I don't know what you're thinking, Bullius, but what are you what are you leaning towards, man? Uh, I'm leaning towards let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Turn a motherfucker into a convertible. Zoom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you look at the Mona Lisa now, at the bottom left corner, you'll just see a little, little less go there. And, and on the, the bottom right corner, there's a, there's a, uh, the baby card. Pretty much, that's that's just how it rolls now. That's the Mona Lisa yeah. baby. And then on the back is the entire album list for his first, uh, for um, baby on baby, bro. Like it was put there way before, and it's on the back. And it's got all of them with lyrics too for all the songs. It's pretty wild. I ain't even gonna lie. It's good to go. <laughs> I'm dying. Alrighty. So I think now we are going to conclude it after yes, we've we given you our shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you guys enjoyed. Hopefully this was a good experience for anybody who's listening. And if you did enjoy it, then stay tuned for our next podcast, which I believe is going to be next week. Um, I will give the topic right now. So the topic is, will you be able to choke on a banana if you're underwater? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess that's the topic. Yes, sir. That's the topic. It's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be a pretty intense one. We're gonna be doing all this research. It's gonna be amazing. So yeah, no. So tune in next week when we decipher whether or not you can still choke on the banana while you're underwater. Yes, this is sir. very important. I'm pretty sure a lot of banana eaters want to know this. I definitely do. <laughs> all right then. So, on our final notes, fuck you, yeehaw, chuckle fucks. Big Dick Recruit cucked all of Texas. Fuck you, Oklahoma. You're next. Alrighty. (laughs) 
Thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been Magic Boys. I hope you guys really enjoyed, and I guess we'll see you next week. <laughs> see y'all next week. Bye-bye.